Hello, hello, and a very big welcome to the Elevated Entrepreneur Podcast. I am super excited to be on this episode with you and talking to you about the four big lessons that I have learned from my epic road trip. Now, if this is your first time here, thank you for being here. It means so much to me that you've chosen to spend your time with me. And if you haven't already, I'd love for you to head on over to elevatedentrepreneur.fm where you will get access to a lot of the other episodes, even show notes and transcriptions, as well as special downloadables that I have created just for you. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to thank Surbi, who is a long-time listener and a big supporter of this podcast and me as an entrepreneur. Surbi sent us a special message for episode number 33, which you can find at elevatedentrepreneur.fm slash 33. The episode was about the seven phrases that entrepreneurs should not use and Surbi had three more phrases and words to add to that list. So here's the message she sent. Hey Zareen, brilliant episode. The seven phrases that entrepreneurs should not use. I have three more to add to it. The first one is but, beauty. It negates everything that was stated before it. So instead you can use and and convey your message. Second word is just. This is a qualifier which is typically used to minimize our contributions. So stop using it. It greatly devalues your amazing contributions that you're making. Something like I'm just starting my business. Don't do that. The third is sorry. A lot of times I find people playing from an apologetic place. I'm sorry I'm late. I'm sorry for the delayed response. Instead, people can use thank you for your patience. Thank you for waiting for me. And then start the conversations. I think now it makes a perfect end for your list. And I hope we hear more of your amazing episodes in future. Thank you. Surabhi, thank you for taking the time to send me those words and for adding so much more value to that episode. Much love. For anybody that's listening, if you'd want to send me some thoughts, opinions and feedback, you too can head on over to elevatedentrepreneur.fm slash speak and send me a message. I'd be happy to listen to it and also feature it right here on the podcast. So, this episode is just after I have finished my epic 6,000-kilometer road trip on my motorcycle touring the east coast of Canada. I have so much to share with you and four big lessons that I hope will help you in your entrepreneurial journey. So if you're curious, stick around, grab your headphones, and help me cue the music. You're listening to the Elevated Entrepreneur Podcast, a podcast designed to help retailers, restaurateurs, and entrepreneurs simplify business operations and use modern technology to elevate their business. Here's your host, Darren Batia. All right, let's get started with this fantastic episode called Motorcycle Diaries Entrepreneurship Lessons from an Epic Road Trip. Now, I took off and left for Canada from Dubai on the 31st of July, wanting to take some much-needed R&R time to recharge and renew. And that's exactly what I did. Also on the itinerary was this road trip, starting from Toronto and going all the way east 
to a province called Nova Scotia and a very special island off the tip of Nova Scotia called Cape Breton Island and then turn back around and do the whole thing in reverse. Now, this trip is not something that everybody does on a day. It takes a lot of talking and a lot of planning and a lot of thinking. But here we are, two guys, two bikes, and off we went. Now, I'm just kidding. We did put in a lot of thought and a lot of planning. And that is my lesson number one that I want to share with you that I think applies to entrepreneurship. Lesson number one, it sounds exciting, but it is scary as hell. And I can't tell you how nervous we were before we got on the road. In fact, we were even nervous when we were planning the trip. And even before that, when we started talking about it, because this trip was massive. To be able to get from Toronto to Cape Breton Island and back is a trip that a lot of people don't ever do in their lifetime. And I think that's the thing with business. We all have these amazing ideas and a lot of us actually take the plunge and get started. But some of us sit on the sidelines and think about it, strategize, but never get started. And sure, scary is scary, but scary can also be fun. Scary can also be a great opportunity to learn from. And that's exactly why we decided to proceed with this trip. The other thing about being scared is that a lot of us overthink. We can't stop thinking about all of the things that could go wrong, including myself. Even before I got on the bike, when we were planning, I couldn't stop thinking about all of the things that would go wrong, how I would possibly fall down doing 120 kilometers an hour, how we would run out of gas in some remote part of town. And that's the beauty of doing something this scary. It's about pushing your limits to learn that things that have to happen will happen but that shouldn't stop us from moving forward so if you are thinking about launching something trying something new my suggestion is go for it not doing something about it or not doing what you've been wanting to do is the biggest regret ever and that's what we did not want pandemic and everything one of the key reasons why we did this trip is because we did not want to regret not doing it now, as you can imagine, going on such a long trip requires some level of planning. And we hadn't started any of this till the second week of August. We were leaving on August 22nd and we hadn't started any sort of real planning by the second week of August. And that can be a painful experience because there is so much unknown and so much to plan from the route we would take, the stops we would make, the hotels we would stay at, where we would stop for gas, what points of interest. Oh my God, there were so many things that we had to plan. And that's lesson number two. Plan the route, especially if you're doing something of this size. We had to go through 40 different hotels to lock in our 10 hotels. We had to look at so many different maps to make sure that we were on the right route and also make sure that we weren't missing any points of interest because there are so many. And that's the thing with business. If we are starting something or we are into something already, planning ahead is really important. And I know this sounds obvious, but still, knowing your big milestones, I'm not talking about the nitty gritties, the operational stuff. I'm talking about the big milestones, the big anchors, the big rocks that you need to know about if you're going to be successful. And when we talk about the big anchors, the big rocks, 
We're talking about the one-year, three-year, five-year roadmap, a strategy, and a vision. Everything else comes along the way. And that's exactly what we did on the trip. After planning all the stays, the route, there were still so many other things that we couldn't plan for and that would show up during the route. But we knew the overall direction. We knew the route that we were taking from Toronto to Ottawa to Montreal to just outside Quebec City, then into New Brunswick, into Nova Scotia, turn around and come back. And so that's the route we followed. Also, a big part of this planning the route lesson is to really enjoy the process. We spent maybe about two weeks on Zoom calls, over coffee, over breakfast, with a laptop, just talking about all the things we needed to get through and planning. We had so much fun looking at different people's itineraries, looking at the map. We had literally two maps open and making sure that not only were we planning the route, but also making sure that we were enjoying every moment of that experience because that's really the story we have to tell. It's how much pain and suffering we had to go through to get to where we wanted to go to. And so remember, enjoy the process. Yes, things may be difficult at the beginning or they may be difficult now as you're going through it, but remember to enjoy the process and also don't forget to document, to write these things down so that when you are looking back in time, these are the memories that are going to make you smile because these are transformational shifts that we go through as we plan something so big. Before we move to the next lesson, I just want to take a minute here to tell you about what kind of questions should you be asking when you're planning the route, when you're planning your next big thing. It's about why. Why am I doing this? What am I expecting? And where am I headed? If you are able to answer these three questions ahead of time, it could save you a lot of pain and exercise later on in the case that we had. At some point, we were figuring out why we were going to this province and not this city and not that city. So in having those questions answered ahead of time can be a really big lifesaver. Now, as you can imagine, a route and a trip this big is going to have some issues. And yes, I mentioned in the earlier lesson that you can't plan for everything, but at the same time, you can pack well. And that's lesson number three. Packing and making sure that you've got everything ready for your journey is key. A quick story here, when we were riding through New Brunswick on our way to Nova Scotia, we ended up going through this patch of forest onto this really beautiful route that we wanted to see. We ended up having a flat tire on my buddy's Vishal's bike. He caught a piece of metal and that just immediately took the air out of his tire. And here we are, right in the middle of the forest, no cars in sight, empty stretch of road, and we had no place to go get the bike fixed. Luckily, because we had packed well, we made sure that we had our repair kit and air pump and Vishal got right to work and made sure that he was able to get to the nearest bike shop to get a new tire. And that's the same thing with business. We have to make sure that we take an opportunity to pack, to make sure that we have all the right tools and also the right people. This could be your team members, your contractual staff, not necessarily your full-time staff, but also people who can advise you, board members, coaches, mentors. Make sure you have all of these people on hand so that when trouble hits, when you get into a spot where you don't know what to do, you have someone to call and ask for help. 
That's the very important lesson. Pack well and learn how to ask for help. And in our case, even though we had packed everything that we had foreseen that we would need it, we did forget one very important thing, which was a lighter. Because once you fix the tire, you patch the hole, you need a lighter or some sort of fire to burn and seal the patch, which we did not have. Of all things, we were missing a lighter. And luckily for us, there was this really nice person that was driving by, stopped and happened to be a rider. And he said, I'll go get you a lighter. And he ran home, which was luckily not too far away, came back and absolutely saved our day as well as our whole trip because we could have been stuck there for a long time. So remember, pack well and ask for help when you need it. And talking about riding, if you ask any motorcyclist, the best part about riding a motorcycle, the reason we do all of these long trips is to get to routes that are curvy, routes that make you take turns as fast as you can. And there was this particular trail that we were heading to called Cabot Trail. So Cabot Trail is this holy grail for motorcyclists at the very end of Nova Scotia on this island that I mentioned earlier called Cape Breton Island. And it is a route that motorcyclists from all over the world come to because it features unbelievable sharp turns winding roads through forests and mountains and if you're a motorcyclist worth your salt you're going to be able to lean in you're going to want to take these turns at really high speeds because that's the thrill of riding that motorcycle and leaning in is a trick is a skill that a lot of motorcyclists don't learn for a very long time including myself I'm learning how to lean into turns even today. After having done a 6,000 kilometer trip, I can say my skills went up a few notches for sure. And there were moments when I was just amazed at how close to the ground I was because that's what the turn calls for. For the rider to be able to lean into the turn and accelerate on the way out. And as easy as it sounds, there's a really important parallel here to business. In business, a lot of us don't lean in. In fact, we either stop, try to get out of the turn, which ends up causing more pain. So remember, lesson number four is leaning in. Now, whether that's issues with customers, invoices that are not being paid, even operational issues, is stuff that you don't want to touch because there are so many other matters. Those are the things that you need to look at. You need to lean in and accelerate on the way out. Rather than trying to get the matter to go away, head in, keep an eye on the exit, but make sure that you're able to get out of that turn without stopping or trying to straighten up. So let's do a quick recap on the lessons that I've shared so far. The first one is it sounds exciting, but actually it's scary as hell. And remember, the same thing can be said for any big venture or business that you're thinking of starting or any new idea that you're thinking of launching in your existing business. The second lesson here is plan the route. Know your overall direction. Know the big rocks, the big anchors in your journey and why you're headed because those are the questions you need to ask while you're planning your journey. And remember, the important thing also here is to enjoy that process and pick up a habit of journaling and writing down some of these moments. The third lesson that I talked about was packing well and learning to ask for help. Because 
along this big journey that you're going to get on, there can be issues, there can be potholes, there can be roadblocks. And sure, you can't foresee them all in the beginning. But packing well, in having the right people, having the right tools are going to be very important as you go on this journey. And that's not only just team members, including your full-time members or your contractual team members, but also important people like mentors, coaches, and advisors that you should have on literally speed dial so that you can pick up the phone and speak to them when trouble hits. The last lesson, and I think the most important one in this conversation, is the ability to lean in. Just like a good motorcyclist who is going to lean into the turn rather than being scared of it or trying to straighten the bike, a good entrepreneur is going to learn how to lean into problems that they face along the way. And also, with leaning in, a good motorcyclist is going to have his or her eye on the exit. Similarly, in entrepreneurship, a business owner is going to not only lean into the turn to the issue, but also make sure they have an eye on the exit. They have a way out. They have a plan on how to get out of that situation. Then there's one more bonus lesson that I will share with you if you're riding a motorcycle, which is if they don't hear you coming, they don't know that you're there. This is so true, not only with motorcyclists, but also with business. And with two guys on two bikes, it's important that we had all of the right sounds and the right gear to be visible so that everybody knew that we were on the road. Because with motorcyclists, it's really easy to ignore them when you're riding in your car. And the same is true for business. If they don't know that you're there, they're never going to come to you. And so good marketing, good PR, shouting from the rooftops with the right message is so important. So that's lesson number five. Just a bonus lesson I thought I'd throw in there. I hope that you've enjoyed these four plus one bonus lesson about the things that I learned on my epic road trip. And I hope that these will help you in your own business or at least spark some thoughts so that you can get better as an entrepreneur. Thank you so much for staying with me till the very end of the episode. You've done it. I've got three specific asks for you. Only if you think that this podcast is worthy of your support and if you've enjoyed the content. My first request is for you to hit the subscribe button. Actually smash that subscribe button so that you can get notified when new episodes come your way. Or if you haven't already, head on over to elevatedentrepreneur.fm and subscribe to the podcast on the website so that new episodes are emailed to you right away. My second request is for you to help me spread the word with your friends and families and business owners that would enjoy this podcast and help elevate them too. You can do that either by leaving a review on your Apple device or just telling your friends how cool this podcast is. And finally, if there's a question that you've been dying to ask me or if there's pieces of feedback that you'd like to give me, head on over to elevatedentrepreneur.fm slash speak where you'll be able to record a voice message that I can listen to and also maybe feature here on the podcast together with my answer. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you, much love and I'll see you in the next one.